And we are live on the Red Pill News for you on United Public Radio Network, UPRNTalkRadio.com. Happy October, y'all. Everything going on out there? You guys okay? You guys hiding, hunkering in the bunker and and arming yourselves to the teeth because of the world outside? <laughs> Is that what? I don't know, man. It doesn't make any sense to... I mean, it does if you're evil. It makes sense to keep people afraid and and keep them at bay because the freaks are running through the streets and they're doing their business and attacking people and hurting people and killing people and raping people. And then they don't get punished for it and get their hands slapped and get released again to go out and commit worse crimes. It defies all logic. And you might even say the actions, well, you could definitely say the actions of these politicians they're illegal. They can't do this stuff. These judges, these prosecutors, they're they're not just bending the law, you know, for, for these losers. And they are losers, you know. They're these people, the ones committing these crimes, they are unintelligent. They are savages. They are the lowest rung of, of humanity. They create nothing, they make nothing, they do nothing. They do nothing positive. They they don't they're not nice. They're not kind. They're not loving people. They don't work. They they don't have any kind of lives other than making other people's lives a, a miserable hell. They are in essence what you might want to call a demon. That's a demon right there. So speaking of demons on the train the other day on the subway, you had a bunch of these black girls who dressed up as green goblins and they're out there. They're a gang and they're out there attacking other young women beating them up, pulling their hair, you know, cutting them and doing all these things. And the police aren't there. They're not around. You got this new mayor, Mayor Adams. Yeah, we're going to take care. We're going to take care of of business in the the subway. (laughs) Yeah, right. The only business I see Adams taking care of is his, his own personal, his own personal business. You know, his own, what he can stuff his bank account with going to Puerto Rico to party. He went to Puerto Rico to overlook the damage to see what they could do to help. That's insane to me. This dude's a mayor of New York City with a crime wave going on, a whole bunch of other fiscal problems, and you get the immigration problem. He takes off. And you know what? They didn't go down to to the hurricane area and suffer like everybody else did. They went to the five-star hotel and partied, just like he did. We know when he became mayor, they threw a special party for him in Puerto Rico. And he went down there, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. All these people went to Puerto Rico to party down. Isn't that interesting? So, yeah, it comes down to this. You are in danger. Nobody's going to come save you. Even if you call 911, they are not going to come save you. You need to save yourself. And you need to, to avoid these savages as as much as you can. You just need to stay away. And some people can't. Some people have to be commuters and take a train or a subway or a bus. And then they get these freaks. We had a a couple with their son, 17 years old, in New York City from Tennessee. And then the the kid standing there, some homeless guy runs up, punches him right in his face, (laughs) runs away. That is an essence of what the city is, right? And then, you know, the, the people were nice. The article goes on saying, oh, so many other New Yorkers came out so sweet and so nice for support and whatever. Yeah, 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 that's great. It shouldn't have happened in the first place. You shouldn't have these out of, these people who are out of their minds ruling and running through the streets. And you can't even protect yourself. If you protect yourself, you're labeled. If you protect yourself, oh, God, even if you speak out. It's funny if you speak out against it, they call you racist. And then you say, why racist? You know, oh, is it just one type of people doing these crimes? You know, why racist? Are they because they know what the deal is? They know who's doing these crimes and they're looking, they're, they are willing to look the other way with your pain and your agony when your mother gets killed or your father gets killed or whomever. You see the dad that died at, at the Marriott in Poughkeepsie, you know, just, just there to visit his daughter at college. How innocent is that? I'm going to visit my daughter at college, right? And there was two losers there. 
wanted, uh, the one guy who shot, they were wanted for uh, attempted murder and whatever. And then the the DA there, you know, didn't want to charge him, and they they were they were waiting, so they let this guy roam the streets for months and months and months. Plus, he he was uh, guilty of, of weapons possession, and he's a felon. So I'll tell you, it defies logic to have these people roam through the streets unless you want to, unless you want to, you know, and that's really what it is. It's unless you want to. So it's these people in charge that are doing all these. By the way, these are, let's get political for a minute. These are liberal areas we're talking about. These are liberal cities. This is Chicago. This is New York City. You know what? In Chicago, Tyson Foods is now moving out of Chicago. 1,000 white-collar, high-paying jobs, and they're taking 1,000 high-paying jobs away from Chicago, Boeing is is moving they're getting out citadel is moving they're getting out chicago and new york city are losing all their big white collar corporations they're leaving and you know what's funny when these these corporations are so full of shit and when, when they say their their actual statement oh oh we're not leaving because of the crime and the high taxes <laughs> yeah and then that's on the record off the record that they say well we're, we're leaving because of the crime and the high taxes <laughs> yeah yeah the crime, because you don't want to subject your workers to these green goblins. You don't want to subject your people to, to these losers going through the streets. I said, get yourself a pair of brass knuckles and then let holy hell loose, man. You know what I mean? Protect yourself by every means. Oh, in New York City, you can't have brass knuckles. You can't have, you can't even have pepper spray. You're not allowed to have a weapon in New York City. Only the criminals have weapons in New York City. It doesn't make any sense. Unless the political body wants to create those victims. That's the only thing that I see happening down in the city. You, you couldn't drag me down there to live down there again because things are out of control. Or I'd be some vigilante running through the streets. I mean, you're, it's going to come down to that. It's going to come down to vigilanteism. It's going to come down to groups of people protecting their block, protecting their area, and keeping these low-life savages away from them as far as possible, as far as possible. And when they come around, there's going to be a lot of violence. There's going to be a lot of terrible stuff happening. You know, but what can you do? What is, what is the government forcing you to do? You know, the Second Amendment says that the government protects us. Unless they don't protect us, we protect ourselves with our militias, right? So isn't that the way it's going to come down? And you know what's funny about forcing people's hand? Vladimir Putin doing the same thing. I'm anti-NATO. I don't want NATO on my border. No NATO, no NATO. All of a sudden, this is all he's got in his face now. Because of his actions and the stuff he did, it's like he wants it. He's asking for it. He's begging for it. Right? Ukrainians are kicking the Russians' asses. Man, talk about embarrassing. This guy used to hold his head high like some kind of prize pit bull walking around and then now he's now he's just some junkyard dog you know he just uh and he's just oh i have nuclear nuclear missiles uh, that's the only thing he can say only thing he can say so what do you do you protect yourself you protect your children you protect your interests your property your family someone comes around you settle their hash and then let a jury handle it later on you, you protect yourself you protect yourself. You got that one congresswoman. She's telling people not to call the police in, in her neighborhood, in the city. Don't call anti-cop because she's anti-cop, right? Anti-cop councilwoman Tiffany Caban alerted New York Police Department over threats after urging locals not to dial 911. She told people not to call 911. Then she called 911 because she's actually getting threats. So so she needs the police. I thought she didn't want the police. You know, all these people, Chuck Schumer's and Nancy Pelosi's, all them, they've got all kinds of agents, Secret Service and whatever, security agents around them who are armed, who are armed, and they're happy to use those guns on anybody who's going to come around. They just don't want you to have them. They don't want you to, to defend yourself. They don't want you to be safe. You think anything happens in Chuck Schumer's neighborhood? Or Nancy Pelosi's neighborhood, aside from immigrants being dropped off there, illegal aliens, you think anything happens? No, nothing happens in those neighborhoods. A SWAT team would be up your ass so fast, 
All you got to do is say the wrong word. You're done. You're done for. So that's one of the issues that the people who live in those neighborhoods are the ones who make the rules, and they don't see what the hell's going on out there until they become a victim themselves. So, and, and then that's really is what it's going to come down to because now the stuff is pouring over, pouring over, right? The defund the police promoting councilwoman Tiffany Caban's Queens office notified the NYPD after receiving a slew of threatening phone calls. Uh, the messages were received over the weekend and reported to Cox by someone in the progressive police of, uh, politician's officer office <laughs> late Tuesday. The callers spewed vile threats, telling Kaban they hoped she got beaten up on the subway. And your eyes fall, hope your eyes fall out. This is the woman who said that the subway crime is one in a million. They just so people getting beaten up in the subway, women getting beaten up. They just had some woman, this guy beat her up. The guy was guilty of murder. He was in jail for murder. Now he's out again. He's some homeless loser, just you know, some black dude beating people up. This woman's walking right past him. He grabs her by the hair and starts beating the hell out of her. And and the subways are safe, right? But this woman, Caban, she doesn't take the subway. She doesn't go down to the subway. She doesn't know what's going on down there in the subway. So it's a whole underworld in the city, I will say. But she's going to tell people, defund the police. She's got they, these people, they've got a, a brain problem, a problem with their brain. They think that the problem in these terrible neighborhoods is the police. They think the problem is the police. And you take the police out of these terrible neighborhoods, they think everything's going to be okay. In Spike Lee's movie, Do the Right Thing, there were two villains. The guy that owned the pizza shop in the neighborhood, nice guy who fed everybody, who gave money out to the, to the homeless and whatever, and the police. They were the two villains in the movie, right? Did the movie talk about all oh, the crime in Bedford-Stuyvesant? Especially at that time, which is pretty much the same as this. I mean, you know what? It's a horrible area. You don't want to go there. Nobody wants to be there. It's terrible. No one's trying to move into Bedford-Stuyvesant because it's horrible. Why is it horrible? Oh, because of the police. The police make it. They just put these terrible police out there. They make it all horrible. No. The police try to do their job arresting criminals. Oh, then you have uh, the judges and you have weak DAs. Letting people out, oh, you don't deserve to be in jail. Oh, you raped someone, you can go. Oh, you just killed someone, oh, you can go. And that's that's actually the reality of what's going on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the people that talk all this trash, you got a picture of her out there screaming and whatever. Take Get on her soapbox and all these idiots who support her. You know who supports her? It's the criminals. They're the ones. They want the criminals vote, right? You know, felons, I don't think they can vote <laughs> in most places. Uh, they're trying to change that. They want they want illegal aliens to be able to vote for them, right? Isn't that funny? So whatever. It, it's These people need a dose of their own, own medicine. They need a dose of their own meds. And, and once they start getting that, then they start realizing how stupid they, they've been, how stupid they are to, to even say the things that they say and disrespect all the police officers out there who are trying to do a job. You know, it ain't easy being a cop, especially down in Queens or Brooklyn or the Bronx. You're dealing with a lot of angry, messed up people in general, right? Angry, messed up people. I'm from the city. I can say that. There's angry. It doesn't, that doesn't matter what color they are. doesn't matter. There's angry, messed up uh, Hasidic Jews. There's angry, messed up white people. There's angry, messed up black people. There's angry, messed up everybody. And they're all crammed together in a little tiny area, chock full of rats and cockroaches and all high expenses. Of course, they're going to be angry and messed up. That really is my my summary of, of you know New York, Chicago, L.A. L.A. not as much, but pretty bad, <laughs> especially Compton, especially Watts, Compton. Why is it like that? Every time, so every time I ask a question, I like calling into to these shows. Sometimes I do these shows on racism, you know. And these people are on there spouting off all kinds of anti-white stuff, which I find very, they're blaming white people for all their problems. So then I call in and ask them pointed questions. Oh, my God, they hang up on me so fast. Or they, they start, oh, 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 they start going crazy. 
<laughs> the whole zoo just came alive because I, I spoke the truth. Why? So I just have one one question. I only asked one question. Why is it dangerous in those neighborhoods? Why? And then, oh man, you know, but you can't say it's the police. It's the police, man. The police. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not the police. Try taking the cops out of those neighborhoods. Then you know what? I, I love this this comeback because all the money goes to white neighborhoods for the police to protect them. And that's that is so opposite from the truth, because there's white neighborhoods, there's no crime, <laughs> or very little crime, or BS crime, but the black neighborhoods, there's a ton of crime, an unbelievable amount. The budget, the police budget for those neighborhoods is is a, is enormous, because they need more cops. They got to ride two cops in a car. They have to have wall to wall cops everywhere. You're always arresting people, bringing them in, and whatever. It is it is a lot of doing, a lot of doing. But I always ask why, and I never get the answer. I never get the answer. And until they can answer that question, no one's ever going to solve anything. But if you think that it's the police, it's not the police. Oh, yeah, there's some bad cops out there. That's for sure. But there's more bad people. And those bad people, you don't want them just having the free run of your life. So those nice, safe white neighborhoods and all that, they're going to be overrun. You know, they started that a little bit with busing people to certain neighborhoods, right? But they they were looking to get the, the anti-MAGA people. <laughs> they, that's their thing. They need to divide this, the MAGA people. The MAGA people are the ones who are causing all the problems. MAGA people, MAGA extremists, which is, sounds like pretty much everybody, and the police, both of them, the worst possible people on the planet. Oh, the MAGA people, you know, the ones who uh, believe in something, the ones who work for a living, the ones who love their family, want to support their family, the ones who want to keep their families safe, the ones who want to provide for their family, the ones who support their town, their city, where they live, the ones who create, the ones who invent, the ones who help others, the ones who are kind, the ones who are loving. You mean those people? You those people? Not the hateful losers that, that have no life, that have nothing, and they want to destroy everything? You mean those people? Which is it? The ones who don't invent? The ones who don't do anything? The ones who just out, out there to, to hurt other people? Those people? And you know, they're sitting there getting a welfare check. So they, they got their ID for a welfare check, don't they? Oh, they don't need their ID to vote. <laughs> but they got, they're happy to provide some ID for their welfare handout, aren't they? So they're government-owned, government-controlled. They don't have jobs. You know, these young ones, some of them are in school, right? And the schools, you know, the school's got to put up with an unbelievable amount of crap in those neighborhoods you wouldn't believe. You ever watch those movies <laughs> about the school? The, you know, the, the white principal coming in, turning around the black school, and everybody's happy at the end. That's funny as hell, man. I just watched one. What the hell was it called? It was with uh, Jim Belushi. He was in there. The, the teacher, right? Had... Uh, uh, <laughs> Lewis Gossett Jr. He was in that movie. I like that dude. But you know what? The movie was bullcrap because it's not going to happen. There's no reason for people to turn their lives around unless there's a reason for them to turn their lives around. I don't know, man. There's there's an answer in there somewhere. But you know, I'm gonna walk into the school and, and kick out the drug dealer because I can do that. You know what? It doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that. And you need an unbelievable amount of security. You need an unbelievable amount of police officers who are handy that can handle these things. Now you're not even allowed to touch anybody. They can't even drag these, these horrible people out when they're doing these crimes. So what do you do? And, and so you open up the book of Angley where it says you lock them up. They commit crimes. They prove that they cannot exist out in a free society with, with with people, you lock them up. They're guilty of murder and rape and assault. You lock them up. Oh, they're mentally ill. You lock them up. If they can't control themselves, you lock them up. You don't let them loose. You don't let them run the streets. You don't let them in the subways. You don't let them on trains. You let them on buses. You don't give them guns. You don't do anything like that. You lock them up, and then you know where they are. You know where they are. You know exactly what they're doing. 
And you guess what? They're not victimizing anybody on the outside. Maybe some people on the inside. So here's a very funny thing to me. You know, after DeSantis said his, his 50, 50, 50 immigrants, illegal aliens, <laughs> to Martha's Vineyard, there was a big hoopla, and the news went crazy, and liberals went crazy, and people were laughing because of the liberal hypocrisy, you know, that not in my backyard, you know, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez just pulled that in New York City because they were going to put a tent city in her backyard. She didn't want that and fought against it. Now they're putting it on some island. <laughs> Uh, and it ain't like Gilligan's Island. Randall Island? Uh. Okay. You know what I would do with these illegal aliens that come here? I, I would put them in Rikers Island because they they broke the law by coming to this country. And just, you know, they're asking for asylum and whatever. The first thing they did was break the law. They're, they're criminals. Then you don't know their background. You got to check them out. You need, you need a facility to process people. You know, we had Ellis Island. It was a facility to process immigrants. They stayed there in quarantine until people knew what the hell was going on. You don't know these guys are carrying. Got COVID-19 and whatever on top of that. A lot of them are smuggling drugs. A lot of drug dealers, they're smuggling kids and people and whatever. This is what this, is what this Biden administration and Obama administration previously, this is what they've created. Trump tried to build a wall. Now people, now that I hear liberals asking to build a wall, right? So here's this story after after DeSantis sent 50, uh, 50 immigrants, illegal aliens. They're not immigrants. They're illegal aliens. 50 illegal aliens to, to Martha's Vineyard. So New York mayor rips into Biden after dozens of migrant kids secretly flown to small town in the middle of the night. An upstate New York mayor ripped into President Biden and his team after dozens of migrants were secretly flown to his small town by the feds last week, telling the Post, this seems clandestine. At 